What's up, guys? Welcome to Instagram Marketing Secrets, episode 84. Today, we are going to shift gears a little bit and not talk about Instagram directly. We are going to talk about fundamental mentalities that you have to have in order to be successful on Instagram or with anything that you do at all. Now, before we go uh, into it, I will just tell you guys real quick that uh, today is the last day to sign up for the content challenge. If you're listening today uh, on the day that it is published, which is March 10th, 2020, I know most of you won't, so I'm not gonna spend much time talking about it. We're just gonna get right to it today. Um, But before you tune me out and think, oh, I wanted to learn about Instagram today, I promise you today's episode will have some serious value you if you can take it to heart so just a quick word from a sponsor and we'll get into it i'm going to tell you guys the story of when when failing your way to success actually made sense to me and how i realized that it actually wasn't even failure And this was a story back when I was a sales rep, and it was about eight years ago. And we were going into this contest. I was at a, I I was at twenty thousand total career sales at that time, and the goal of the contest was to sell ten thousand dollars in two weeks. So I was like, okay, I've sold twenty thousand over six months. They're saying sell ten thousand in two weeks, and you get to go to Cabo. But that's impossible, right? I, otherwise, I would be way higher in sales by now. There's no possible way I could do 10000 So I'll set a goal of 6000 Now, my friends Braden and Darla, who are still some of my best friends today, they started the job pretty much the same time as me. I think like a week or two after, but they had been in the job for about six months. And they were both right around like 5000 and 7000 in sales. They were both right around that number. And when they heard the contest sell 10,000 in two weeks, although they were at 5,000 in six months, they said, go to Cabo, sweet. Yeah, I want to win a Cabo trip. Let's do that. Let's set that goal and uh, go for it. And I was like, I don't know why you guys think you can do it. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go for 6,000. You can go ahead and go for 10,000. But based off of what we've already done in the past, calculate that doesn't make sense. So I'm not going to set that goal. So we went out for the contest and Brayden and Darla set so many appointments. They did all this work because they're like, oh my God, we're chasing this huge goal. They worked and worked and worked. They worked like nearly every single day and um, they did more than they've ever done with that job. We get to the end of the contest. I had my goal of six. I ended the contest at a whopping $3,000. So definitely disappointing but whatever. And then Darla got to the end of the contest with their goal of 10,000 and both of them sold right around 8,000. So I said, ha, I told you, you couldn't hit it. (laughs) But really what I said was, holy shit. The point of the contest was not to set a goal you could hit. The point of the contest was to set a goal that was out of what you think you can do. Something that had no respect to what you've done in the past because none of your past results matter. They said, hey, look at all the thousands of reps who can do that, who do do that on a regular basis. 
All they do is way more appointments than we do. All they do is they do their best demo that they can. They show up at 100%. They do their best job. They research uh, things that they need to get better at. They listen to more speeches. They ask questions to top reps. They have the, the answers to the questions that they have. And they go out and they work their butt off. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you hit the goal or not. And that's what I didn't get because I was limiting my mindset and limiting what I could do because I was basing all of my future goals off of my past results. I said, well, I have done 6,000 in two weeks before, so I'll set a goal of that because I did do 6,000 in two weeks at a point before that in the business, and that was as far as my mindset had been expanded. Now, that's the thing. Once your mindset gets expanded, it never returns to its original form. It's a quote that I just posted on my IGM Secrets page recently. And what this basically means is now that Braden, who has, who was at like five to six thousand after six months before he started the contest, now that he had just done eight thousand in two weeks, his belief in himself, in the job, in what he could do, not just with that sales job, but what he could do in life when he sets his mind to something was indefinitely expanded. And Braden is still with that company today. He is over 900,000 in career sales. And if he didn't have this point in his business, he was going to be gone soon. If he didn't see some results soon, he was about to be done. And he was okay with challenging himself. He was okay with saying, you know what? Let's just go for it anyways, even if I don't think I could hit it. Because if he did hit it, I'd be looking stupid while he's on the beach in Cabo. But even though he sold 8,000 and got so much further, he sold double than what I did. So like even without the goal, did he make way more money than I did during that time? Definitely. Did he grow as a person way more during that time? Definitely. Okay, Braden and Darla, they both way outlapped me with uh, commissions and growth. And they sat like at the award ceremony, they got a front row seat. Like our division manager totally noticed them at that time and got them like front row seats at this event. And I was like way in the back because I didn't sell anything for the contest. And I'm just sitting there like, yeah, but none of us hit our goal. That's not what I was thinking at this point. But that's what the former Derek before the contest started thought what, would happen. You know, I thought if I don't, if I set a goal and I don't hit it, I'll be disappointed. And then I realized that the secret to entrepreneurship, as so many say, is just failing your way to success and being okay with that because the failures, you'll grow more. Having a higher mindset and more belief in yourself will always generate more results. Because if you say, you know what, look at all the people that can do it. I know I can do it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to set this much work in front of me because I'm chasing such a huge goal and it's going to be so hard, but I know the only possible way I can do it is to work harder than I ever have before, to set more appointments than I ever have before, to do my absolute best on my appointments better than I ever have before. That is what happens when you set a large goal. The actions then follow. The point of the goal is not to hit the goal. The point of the goal is to force yourself to take more action. All right? 
Now, let me put this in terms of my recent content challenge because I just had the same thing happen with me failing my own content challenge. So basically, the goal is to get a post over 85% accounts reach that weren't following you. And there are some other prizes after that, but that's the first level, right? And I said, okay, I'm going to take my own content challenge and I got seven days to do a post over 85%. Now, I usually post about every other day um, or like over a week, I might post three or four times. In the seven-day content challenge, I posted every day. I did seven posts in a row and I set a goal of 85%. So what did I do? I did my absolute best job on my posts. I did my absolute best on the hashtags. I thought about posting time more than I ever have before. And throughout the whole contest, the most that I got accounts reach percents that weren't following me was 67%, which was higher than it had been in a month or two before that. So I had already done bigger numbers than I ever had before, but I didn't even win my whole, my, my contest. I didn't win my challenge, which like I'm, having all these students are taking it and getting the material and are, are hitting it. But if you're hearing this like, oh, he can't even hit his own challenge. Of course I can hit my own challenge. Just not that week. I tried my best, but I've hit it multiple times in the past. The goal was that over this week, I'm going to hit a goal or I'm going to set a goal that's big and something that I can't typically do, but I'm going to go so much further because of it. Um, now, if you guys are curious what my most successful post was during my content challenge, it was the Bernie Sanders one with the, I am once again asking for you to, and I'm going to let you go to my IGM secrets page and see how that sentence completes. Um, but that was the most successful of those seven posts. I got multiple of them over a hundred likes, which at, at least at where it is right now, I'd probably get an average of like 75 likes. So multiple that were getting over 100. The Bernie got like 150 or something. I got way more likes than I typically do. I gained way more followers than I typically do in a week. I posted way more than I typically do in a week. I learned more about my market and my hashtags. I got better at building, uh, making content for my industry that had a chance to go viral. All of those things happened because I took my own my own content challenge and I got to the end and I didn't hit the level which doesn't matter at all. The reason why I really need to tell you guys this story is I keep getting messages from you guys that are saying, hey, Derek, I want to take your content challenge, but I just don't know if I would be able to hit that number. That doesn't matter at all, okay? It makes me want to scream when I hear shit like that because you remind me of my 21-year-old self who was a brand new entrepreneur thinking, well, I don't think I can hit the goal, so I won't start, ha ha. Scratch that failure off, it never happened. Nor did the success even have a chance to happen. Okay, the success does not have a chance to happen unless you put yourself in a chance where you can also fail. That's what you need to get. Success is not possible without failure. Not that you have to necessarily fail your way to success, even though that is typically going to be part of it. It's because you don't even have a chance to be successful if you don't have a chance to fail. You don't have a chance to make a shot in basketball unless you shoot it. That's the common example that everyone understands, right? It's a quote that everyone likes. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Everyone loves that quote, yet none of you live by that quote. And until you can have these experiences for yourself where you have your own story like I had, 
where I went out and tried hard and fell short of goal but became a better person in the process, that is when it will register for you in your own mind. There's only so much it can register in your mind when we say, hey, believe in yourself, figure ways to success, or even when I tell you my story of when it actually made sense to me. It still won't fully make sense to you until you go out and put yourself in a position and fail, or maybe you are successful. I hope that's what happens. I definitely hope that's what happens. But if you fail, you will realize you don't feel like a failure for not hitting a goal. Not hitting a goal never feels like failure. What does feel like failure is letting up on a goal before the contest is over, okay? Here's what failure actually looks like. It rarely is throwing in the towel. Failure looks like, let's just say for the sake of the numbers being easy, that I'm going after that $10,000 goal, $10, goal in two weeks. One week is over and I'm at 3000 Now, there's two kinds of people that get halfway through a goal or a challenge and are less than half of the way there. They say, okay, I got to double down next week. I'm going to go for it. I need to adjust. I need to do this. I need to do that, blah, blah, blah. And those people almost always hit their goal. Almost always. Because the universe always rewards those people who don't quit until the last minute. I had two goals, guys. I'm just quick tangent here where I set a goal of $150,000 in a year with that same company. And I sold $151,000. And I got there by working on the very last day, the very last day I hit it. The year after that, I set a goal of 225000 I was going to grow by 50% that next year was my goal. And on December 24th, Christmas Eve, when most people aren't working because they got family stuff, and I would love to do family stuff, but I wasn't at my goal. So that's what I had to sacrifice. And I hit it. December 24th in the evening, December 25th, obviously I couldn't work. And December 26th was the last day of the year, which I didn't have any work planned for. If I woke up on December 26th and I was at 220,000 and my goal is 225,000, would I have made phone calls until that day ended? Abso-fucking-lutely. Because it does not matter if you are at an improbable point to hitting your goal. I can't tell you how many stories of people like, and then I didn't quit. And then on the last day, I finally called someone that just bought $5,000 all of a sudden hit my goal. That happens all the time. That From being in a sales company, that's one of the main things I learned is that that story happens all the time. The story in movies, oh, I persisted and persisted and struggled and struggled and got my ass kicked. And then on the last day, at the very end, like last second, we defuse the bomb with one second to go. That happens all the time in regular life. However, it doesn't happen to you because after halfway through, if you're not halfway there, you say, oh, I might as well let off the gas pedal. Okay, so here's what failure actually looks like. You're one week into the contest, you're at 3,000, you got one more week to sell 7,000. You can either have the mindset that I already talked about, or you say, okay, look, I think I need to readjust. I should probably set it a goal to 6,000, just because where I'm at right now, based on my projections, I'll probably only do six, right? Because I'm halfway through, I'm at three, then that would be six. So I'll readjust my goal, or... I am going to say, okay, maybe I won't hit 10,000 this contest. I'll hit 10,000 next contest. I'll still like, you know, try, you know, for the rest of this contest. But yeah, I could see myself probably doing it more on the next one. As soon as you think that you have already lost, because those are the people who sell 8,000. 
or 7,000. And then they look back and say, okay, if I didn't have those stupid thoughts halfway through and I said, okay, uh, you know what? I'm even that last week of work. I'm even better than I was then. So I'm better than I was before. All I got to do is do more appointments than I did last week. Blah, 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 blah. That's how I can sell 7,000. I'm going to stick to my goal, stick to my guns here, and I'm going to go for it. Those are the people who hit it. But the people who say, oh, I'm going to go, I'm going to change my effort from 10 to nine. That is what failure looks like. Rarely do people say at 3,000, go, you know what? Cancel all my appointments for the rest of the, the push. Uh, that's what we called the, the, the sales contest push periods. Um, you know, hey, I'm going to cancel all my appointments for the rest of the sales contest because I don't think I'm going to hit it. I'm going to reschedule them for the next one and I'm going to not work at all. That's not what failure looks like. That's throwing in the towel and going from 10 level effort to zero. Most of you fail because your effort goes from 10 to nine. Okay. It has to be 10 until the last second, no matter what, no matter what the odds, because your goal is not to set a goal that you hit, (laughs) right? The goal is to set a goal that makes you work harder than you typically do. That makes you try harder. That makes your mindset have to get creative. Okay. I don't think I can do this, but if I could, how would I? That is a thought that your brain has when you set goals that are out of the reach of what you've previously been able to do. If you just set goals based off of the things that you've previously been able to do, you will never be a better version of yourself. So with that in mind, guys, today, March 10th, 2020, if you're listening, is the last day to do my $47 guided content challenge. All I'm gonna tell you is that if you trust me, If you've gotten value from listening in my 84 episodes of podcasts that I've come out with, if you trust me that spending these $47 is going to make you way more than $47, looking at the students that have taken my guided challenge and come out on the other end, whooping my ass at the challenge and just absolutely kicking their own previous results as ass and being so much better. And now they're just, boom, posting with such better results, all right? And you learn so much more than posting. I'm not gonna try to handle your objections because I've already been trying to do that over the last couple weeks. If you trust me, buy it. I am going to give you way more knowledge than what it's worth. I don't care about your 47 bucks, but I do care about you listening to my podcast and not being successful. So do yourself something good and start the challenge today. This applies to 100% of accounts, no matter if you ever want to monetize or not. If you are listening to this after March 10th, 2020, and the challenge is done for good, then we still have the free challenge. It doesn't have like the 140 minutes of video content that you get with with the guided challenge, but it still puts yourself in a position where, all right, I got seven days to do something. And you'll get emails throughout the contest that give you tips. And at the very end, it's going to ask you for your results. And you still have a chance to win a free shout out if you get over 85%. Um, and then you can even restart the challenge if you fail. Now, you might say, well, if I can just restart the challenge, well, I'll just post better. I'll just do better posting from now on. 
You have to put yourself in a position where I need to hit a goal by this day. If you don't give yourself a solid number goal to hit by a certain day, then you are just spinning your wheels, just slightly improving sometimes. Just, oh yeah, like I don't have any like deadlines to hit. That's the great thing of owning a business. There's no deadlines. I just kind of work when I can. If you are in that position, you are not growing at the rate that you need to be. You need to be putting yourself in positions of success and failure. Put yourself in a position where either you're going to be successful or fail that challenge because the failure won't feel like failure, I promise you. You'll just be like, wow, I posted way better than I typically do over that challenge, um, so I definitely don't feel like I failed even though my top post only got 70% accounts reached that weren't following me. Huh, maybe Derek was right. Maybe all of this shit about failing my way to success is true and it's gonna set your life in motion. So please, take the challenge. If you succeed, that's what I want. That would be awesome. If you fail, that's freaking awesome too, okay? The point is that you tried. Both challenges are linked in the bio, guys. Again, just do the $47 challenge if you are fortunate enough to listen to this on the day that the podcast came out. If you're listening after and you DM me and you're like, please reopen it. If I hear enough people say reopen it, I'll maybe consider it. But as of right now, guys, I have no intention of reopening this challenge again. So if you don't do it today, then um, you will be missing out. Guys, thank you so much for listening. My name's Derek Fidel. I will be talking to you all soon.